I'm here with the newest IFBB pro, Tyler Okwinski. Tyler, thanks so much for coming on the show. Rock on, man. So I know that there's a big backstory going on with, you know, you doing this, you know, turning pro for your son, Brady. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, like 12 years ago, I was very young, 23 years old. Um, I had a massive loss in my life. My son passed away from SIDS, very sudden. There was no real reason. There still isn't really the reason or like cancer or any big of those big name diseases and stuff for it. So it was very sudden and it was very hard to find closure. Uh, the closure thing for me was very hard. And that's where this story comes in. And uh, very trialing uh, areas of my life when I was 23 to like 26. Very, very dark times in my life. Addiction, drinking, loss of job. I was homeless for a bit. It was crazy. It was a, probably one of the most ex well-experienced parts of my life. Mm. Don't regret it, and, I, and I'm grateful for it. Mm. So it, it came into twinfold uh, when I turned 30. So mm. And now the journey into uh, becoming a pro, I set ego aside and put my son on the line. Mm. So I put my son's name on this. I wore my heart on my sleeve every day, no matter how much pain, how much suffering it took to get there. I didn't care. I said, by the time I'm 35, I'm going to be an IFBB pro. Mm. Um, fell short of that a little bit. I'm about three months behind because mm. I turned 35 when I was uh, in June there. So mm. fell a little bit short, but uh, still accomplished the goal nonetheless a few weeks ago. So super, yeah. super, super excited about that. Yeah, no. Um, what was the point where you decided to make that change though? Like when you were on that road of, you know, self-destruction, what happened? Mm. Give us some insight. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, so... From 23 to about 26, very, very, very destructive. That's the best way of putting it. I was never addicted, really. I have to say that because I'm not. I don't. I, I wouldn't call it my addiction. I call it. I was. Uh, if I was addicted to anything, it was a self destruction. Nice cup, by the way. Mm. <laughs> cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. So yeah, I just beat myself to a pulp. Uh, didn't really care. I kind of ran into an IFBB pro. Through a girl, uh, an ex-girlfriend now, uh, Scott Millen, and he kind of grabbed a hold of me and said, "Hey, man, you need to give back what you had before your son passed away. You were an animal. You're a football player. You're a machine. You didn't know anything but health, wellness, and fitness. Your dad was like very hard with you growing up. You need to get that back. Stop being such an asshole to yourself. Mm. Be a fucking man." And I was like, "Oh, shit. I've never had someone talk to me other than my father like that." And I just met you. So that being said, it was an IFBB pro bodybuilder, one of the biggest guys in Canada ever, Scott Millen, the mm -hmm. Canadian moose who grabbed a hold of me and said, hey, man, you should probably go compete. Mm -hmm. You have a good idea. You have a, you have a good physique. And you don't even, you don't even like, train hard right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was pretty cool how that came about. Then I met Ronnie Coleman. He thought I was an IFBB pro at one point. And this is all before I was 30. Wow. So there was a lead up. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people were like poking. Just right. Go. Go on stage, go on stage, go and do something. And I was like, man, I was still trying, I was still living that two face. I was still drinking a little bit on the weekend, still kind of getting in and out of that. I was working security. Uh, you know, I was in that lifestyle where it was like kind of negative and then good positive. I was about to say 50 50. Hmm. When I was 30, uh, 29, I met Julie. We ch I changed my whole life around when I met her. Uh, the whole aspect of trying to hustle to make, uh, to make uh, ends meet was dead. I said, I want to be successful. I want to make money. I want to kick. 
I didn't care what it took. Hmm. And then I started getting into spiritual meditation and all that stuff. And then I dug deep and I found that. I was like, Brady, this is your closure. This is what I need to, to do. I need to do something in your name. It's a, what I like to call, what I told my ex-wife, it's a passing with a purpose. So I took that passing and I rolled with it once I turned 30. And I did not stop. And I, when I tell you I did not stop, I did not miss a meal. I didn't miss a workout <laughs> for like five years. Wow. So, yeah. Scott Millen. I'll give it. I give him the credit for picking me up and uh, showing me what I what I truly was mm. uh, and I, what I used to be, and then to bring it back to life. Essentially, do so, you ever have like thoughts about you know when you were on this journey? Was there ever thoughts about going back to that party phase, and how did you deal with that? That that balance was between twenty seven and thirty. Mm. There was a lot of that back and forth. The people I was hanging out with. I was messed up with a, like Hell's Angels. I was doing things I shouldn't have done. Uh, it was, yeah, it was very, very, it was not a, it was a revolving door of negativity and positivity. Wow. One would slap me, the other one slapped me. And I, I, it would be like literally the mm. revolving door of until mm. I found that, that, that inside of myself, that soul, to say enough is enough, it's time to kick ass. Mm. And that's what happened when I was 30. Scott was along the way for about two, three years before that. He was keep on yelling. He said, dude, what are you doing? You're just going to throw your life away. Stop. You're working out hard now. Get your shit together. And it wasn't until 30. And then I said, that, that's it. That, wow. that is it. And then from 30 on, no. Nothing. I'm not a doubt. Hold that thought. Hold that thought because I want to let everybody know about Nutribolics.ca. We're going to come back to it in a second. But we just launched Nutribolics.ca for anybody in Canada that wants to buy our products. We're going to be offering anybody that's watching this podcast uh, a coupon for 15% off. You just use Nutra15 at the checkout at Nutribolics.ca. So anybody out there who's watching this, take advantage of this coupon. It's a limited time coupon. And you know, get your products through Nutribolics.ca. All right, so yeah, going back to um, your story there, I also wanted to ask you because I saw your conditioning this this you know this last show, and I was like, wow, like you like sharpened up on so many levels. Give us the rundown. Was there a new coach? Was there a new diet? Was there a new training? Like, just tell us how you did that because this new package that you brought was unbelievable. So yeah, so I have to kind of tip back into when I was an open bodybuilder then go into the class part because the diet changed then because I was teetering between bodybuilding, super heavyweight. This was 2017, 2018, 245 on stage. Just to give you an idea in 2017, now I was 212 at weigh-ins. Wow. So I lost muscle mass between 2017 and 2020, which was a choice. Now, how did I lose muscle mass while maintaining structure? That was the science behind it. Uh, just so you know, I have a Scott Millen coached me for a little bit. Um, as for diet and nutrition, I self-coach. Mm. Uh, any supplement and chemical, all that stuff is Benoit uh, Lapierre. He's my spiritual advisor as well, too. He really uh, had me clean my system right out. Mm. So I was on the minimal of, of, of anything. Like supplements was very minimal. Everything was just minimal. It was perfect amount. Um, as far as me getting down to the conditioning and the weight, I did uh, fasting. Hmm. And uh, a lot of people were like, what? You're a bodybuilder? I fasted for 19 hours a day for the last eight months. Hmm. And I'd only eat three meals a day up until this show. 
Wow. And a lot of people either call, they try to call bullshit on it, and I said, absolutely not. In order for me to keep my structure down and not blow up again, I needed that, that, that uh, full toxic release, uh, flush out my system for 19 hours every day. Keep, mm -hmm. it, keep it pretty much empty. And then fill up and then go to sleep full of nutri nutrition. Um, that was the key, the absolute key for my stomach, my vacuums, to make sure my waist was smaller. All that stuff was very adamant and crucial to the fasting. Um, I, I can't say it anymore. Did I do keto? No. I did carbs, fats, proteins. It was all, all food groups. But it was the fasting that saved, uh, saved me and my body to make sure I didn't sacrifice too much muscle and, and so on. Because uh, I found the five meals, six meals, seven meals a day, I was just growing. Mm. <laughs> I was literally just growing. And then I tried to dummy down the calories, and then I found myself starving to death. Mm. So there, was, there had to have been a, a quick change, which I made in, uh, right before Philippines show in December of 2019. I made that change, and, I, and I've been doing it ever since. Tell us a little about this spiritual advisor. What's that all about? That sounds pretty interesting. I think my viewers would want to hear about that. So he, Benoit has a, has a, a really good uh, way of, of, of intacting my mind to what I needed to use as strength and power to make me a stronger me. Um, so he made me venture into the dark sides of things, things that I kind of held on to that I didn't really know I held on to, such as the passing of my son, things about details about the day of the, the events and then things that I did in my life uh, after that, some of the negative things I did, I needed to, to, to uh, pretty much grab a hold of those and accept them mm. and accept life and accept that I'm not changing anything from past and I'm not going to really change much for the future uh, because life's going to happen. You're going to stub your toe. You're going to get in a car accident. Those things are all going to happen. Mm. So it was pretty much making a reality and understanding reality in life. And he really pushed it on me. They ain't changing nothing. You need to be happy and be grateful for just waking up. Mm. And then I, then I spun myself into all my stuff with central nervous system recovery and so on with like sense of smell, touch, all that stuff has a huge play in how you are happy every day. Mm. So yeah, Benoit really sparked that. And uh, yeah, I use incense, uh, a lot of calming, Hertz music, 747, 585. Again, that's a whole nother uh, wormhole to crawl down. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you. You become more of a a productive soul mm. uh, on this planet if you if you find yourself in a more sedated. I like to use that word, sedated uh, space. Mm. I'm fired up in the gym. I get fired up when I talk to people. That's the extent of it. Outside of it, I'm calm. My dad calls me medicated. <laughs> mm. Everything kind of goes into where it needs to go. Mm. So you know you you, uh, you don't need to be careful and tiptoe around life because it's going to happen anyways. Mm. You're, you know, it's going to happen. Mm. Now you're in a space of mind to be like, Oh, well, okay. Instead of flipping off someone to cut you off or doing this or, you know, being angry. It's just, okay. That's the Wooza, that movie, Jack Nicholson. Mm. <laughs> and so is there ever days where you're like, you know, in not maybe the best headspace. Maybe, maybe you're leading up to the show. Obviously, you know, there, everybody has bad days. But what do you do to perform, to push through? What's your secret weapon? Give us one tip, something that you do that maybe is a little bit different. 
the darkest moments in your life, the worst, the most painful. I get asked this a lot, by the way, Jason, the darkest, darkest times that you've experienced in life, revert to those. You wake up and you're dragging out. Oh man, I don't want to do, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to go do cardio. I don't know, I just want to eat pizza, just have a beer or something. You revert to how awful you felt during the worst times of your life. Then you can do this. You compare them. Oh, shit. this is fun. That was not fun. That was really shit. And there was nothing I could do about that. This, you, what you can do is you can get your shit done, go on the cardio, eat your meals, go to sleep that night and be like, yeah, I kicked before there was, you can't, you can't fix that. That took years to fix. This takes one day. Mm. I use that every time. So either it's Brady passing away, uh, days that I, that I was uh, drinking and uh, being an abusive person towards myself and people around me. I just think back to that, those days. And mm. then it was easy. Mm. It was easy eating meals and doing cardio and working out every day, sore, tired. It was like, oh, okay, this is fun. It's like my job. It's, 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 it's cool. Mm. I have total control. Yeah. Towards which before you didn't. Mm. So yeah, that's my secret weapon. Nice, I like day that. Day in, day out. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in the background there. What is that, the Punisher? Yeah, that's Punisher. A local artist made that for me. Um, I love the Punisher, and I love the Grim Reaper. Nice. Uh, I'm not religious. I used to be. When my son passed away, it, it oh. kind of, I kind of went into my spiritual uh, side of things. Yeah. That was the closest thing to religion that I had. Yeah. So yeah, I have a, I like the Punisher, Dolph Ludgren, the original Punisher, the movies and stuff like comic books, stuff like that. It's pretty nice. hardcore. Nice. That vigilante. Yeah. Is there anything you wanted to talk about today, or anything you wanted to go over at all? To be honest, it was just a story of uh, of of how how I got here, and and where I uh, where I plan to be in the future, uh, mm. which is on the Olympia stage uh, by 2022. Tell us about that. Um, how are you going to get there? What's the game plan? The uh, the new the new game plan. Well. Uh, Eight weeks, eight days before uh, my, my competition, uh, you probably didn't see my IGT video that I released. I fell down the stairs, and wow. I separated this shoulder, and tore my rotator cuff. Wonderful. Eight, day, eight days out. So I, can, I can't even lift this arm over my head. I have an MRI in the late September. This wow. fatigue set in, and wow. I fell, and I, with, this, with this arm, I protected my head and fell right into my armpit down seven, seven stairs, popped my shoulder out, ripped my rotator cuff, there was a, ch a chance that I almost didn't make the show. Um, the wife, she was like, you, you better go. I'm going to be mad at you. <laughs> you sacrificed everything. Like, you better get your ass there. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to go. I didn't work out, didn't do cardio uh, for eight days leading up to the show, which is not normal. Didn't pose, no posing practice, not normal. The first time I posed in eight days was on stage, uh, getting my IFBB pro card. Wow. So... Pretty cool. And then to, to, to boot, the last eight months was COVID. I didn't have a gym. I used wow. bands, strictly uh, workout bands to wow. go pro. I had a Smith machine the last seven weeks. I wow. bought, I put it in my garage, and then I built my gym, uh, Team UHQ. That's my athletic team that I own. I built a gym late August, but I didn't use any of that equipment. So <laughs> I went IFBB Pro on bands and, and one Smith machine, which was <laughs> a lot of people are like, yes, what? You don't need much. You just need this. You've got to do a video on like that, you know, how to, how to go pro with just bands and one Smith machine. Honestly, that's I'd the, love to have that. that on that's the plan.
you know i have a lot of videos around my ig that all the workouts that i did for legs and all that stuff people are like you're insane uh, and again a lot of people just said oh you know what? i'm gonna call it a wash i said absolutely and this is where brady came in i did not there was no quit i did not give a shit. i was like there's no i'm not quitting there's ways around this i will become a pro hmm. and uh yeah it was uh bands and uh and the heart on the sleeve nice. i had a sissy squat but that's very uh useful only for quads and i only had 25 pound dumbbells so again the sissy squats only as useful as your bands you also so have hogs though i mean that couldn't have hurt <laughs> it was so cool a lot of people were like dude i have like the best gym in the world that i've been working out at for 10 years i'm not a pro i'm like well maybe you gotta work harder Mm -hmm. Stop being lazy, man. Stop go going half. This is the hardest I've ever trained in my life. Gym mm -hmm. or no gym, This the last eight months, I, I've never trained so hard in my life. Uh, mm -hmm. to, uh, I knew the end goal. So the end goal was IFBB Pro, and I wasn't stopping until that uh, that happened. So, And I know when yeah. in your off-season, you know, you probably use the supplements and this and that. Tell us a little bit about your off-season stack and what maybe – Nutribolics products you're using? Hydropure is my number one protein pancake. Salted caramel. All my clients know it. Everyone knows it. I do two, two, uh, two scoops of uh, Hydropure uh, salted caramel with a cup of egg whites. Blend that together. Toss it in the pan. That's my pancake. That's before sleep every night. Nice. Uh, anabolic state, glutamine. Those are, those are three staples from Nutribolics that I use. As far as fat burners and stuff, I like the carnbolic during midday instead of a coffee. Hmm. I love that. It, it just helps keeps you warm, especially for someone that's fasting. Hmm. I like to keep your metabolism going, uh, even though it's it's running on fumes, hmm. especially near end the competition. Carnbolic is probably one of the best and easy on the stomach. Hmm. A lot of the fat burners out there or metabolize uh, boosted metabolism boosters. They just hurt the stomach. They they give you gut rot, especially on an empty dummy. So those are the four that I use specifically: glutamine, hmm. anabolic state, staples twice a day. Um, and the hydropure two soups a day at hey, eight turns you pro. Mm. There's okay. no, there's no question about it. You, you get the best products and, and not because I'm sponsored by Nutribox. I'll say that there's a lot of good products out there, mm. but I just so happen to be part of a team with, I'd probably say the, the top three products in the world. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's fantastic. And you, you can't, you can't beat a good product. As someone who's been taking stuff since I've been 14, mm -hmm. almost just over 20 years, so taking a lot of garbage. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta supplement properly, otherwise, especially during the calorie deficit, or if you're trying to gain muscle. Mm -hmm. So you, you know what I mean. If you're not supplementing properly, <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> you're gonna end up hurting yourself. So for a lot of people who aren't familiar with you, one of the things I think that, you know, you're known for is your vacuum stomach, right? Would you agree with that? <laughs> yeah. That pretty accurate statement. So why don't you give us some insight on that and how you were able to sort of, you know, um, maximize that, um, you know, because when I see you doing it, it's like you've been doing it your whole life or something. It's amazing. So give us some insight on that. Yeah. So... It is funny because at North Americans, a couple of guys didn't even, I didn't even know they followed me. They're like, oh, it's the vacuum guy. And I was like, I was like, oh. yeah. my guy, what's up, buddies? They're like making jokes. Used to be sponsored by Dyson. And I was laughing. I'm like, oh, that's good for a laugh. Uh, 2017, I was a super heavyweight bodybuilder. 
245 pounds on stage. I was like a 36 inch waist at that point. Mm. Um, I was on the fences of what I wanted to do the, the years coming. So uh, meeting Benoit and talking to Scott uh, and Scott uh, Mellon. Oh, we'll touch on that later. Uh, but yeah, I, I was trying to get my waist smaller. Mm. And then I was like, okay, what do I need to do to get my waist smaller? And I knew Arnold and everyone did vacuum Zane and, and all those guys. And I was like, okay, let's start some exercises. And this is when I was eating seven meals a day. I'm like full stomach. I'm like, holy shit. Even in the morning, I still had a full stomach, intestine, all that stuff was still full because you're constantly producing food. Mm. So I was doing vacuums, full stomach, and I was like, oh, this is not working very well. I'm mm. like, okay. So when I got into prep for 2019, uh, Toronto Pro Qualifier, mm. uh, I ended up getting into the heavyweight bodybuilding. That's when I started to take that vacuum in. Mm. It got good for mm. Toronto, and then after Toronto, I was like, okay, I'm, I had to diet down because I started doing classic. So I had to lose like 14, 15 pounds. So the more weight I lost and the less food that I was eating, mm. the better off I was be able to train my stomach and mm. vacuum. Wow. Every morning, two and a, uh, two and a half years straight, tw uh, 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes on, on vacuum exercises. Wow. For, so two and a half years it took. And now my waist during competition is 29, almost 30, wow. opposed to 36. Wow. And my chest clavicle didn't change, so it just looks silly. And, and trust me, it's like this vacuum stomach is definitely worth checking out. So for anybody who doesn't know where to go to check you out, what, just plug yourself. What's your Instagram? Where can people see pictures and find out more info? It's Tokowinski, at, at Tokowinski. Everyone, uh, everyone calls me Toko. Uh, it kind of just flew. <laughs> so T-O-K-O-W-I-N-S-K-Y. Well, honestly, Tyler, thanks so much for coming on Perform. I really appreciate it, man. You gave us a lot of great insight. Well, we're kicking and uh, ready to perform, right? All right, man. Thanks again. Cheers, brother. Cheers.